This episode of Pretty Dece is brought to you by the Inglorious Bards Podcast. The Inglorious Bards are back with season two, and it's about to get awesome. I do not want to alarm you, but we have two additional friends who will be stepping out now. They. Join the not-so-epic adventures of the Inglorious Bards podcast. It's not designed for this! Disengage, disengage! Have you ever done this kind of stuff before? (laughs) More action, more adventure, more high-stakes drama. I knew it. A cronut. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to get weird. I'm so into this. Come join the adventures of the Inglorious Bards, the best damn role-playing this side of the galaxy. Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Welcome to Pretty Dece, the short show about movies, comics, games, and all the pop culture in between. And today we are definitely talking about gaming because we are talking about Gen Con, which is the best four days in gaming. If you don't know, Gen Con is a massive tabletop and board game convention that happens in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I'm lucky enough to be local and to be able to uh, travel a very short distance to go to this uh, a very awesome con that people come from all across the country, all across the world to attend. So very lucky to have Gen Con literally in my backyard. So I want to I want to talk through my Gen Con experience. And Gen Con, as I said, is is kind of unlike any other convention because it's incredibly massive. There are uh, so there are like 18,000 different events that run throughout the course of the weekend. Literally at every hour of the day, 24 hours a day, there is something going on at Gen Con that you can go and do and participate in and see and play. Um, it is mind-boggling. So everyone's experience at Gen Con is going to be a little bit different. So I want to kind of walk you through mine. Later on in the week, we'll talk about one or two of the things that I bought at Gen Con that I really like. We'll do kind of a a review of those games, but we're just going to kind of talk through now the things that I did while I was at Gen Con. And when you first get to Gen Con, especially if you're going on like Saturday, which is the busiest day, it is just a mass of humanity. There are people sitting in every nook and cranny of the convention center playing games, uh, talking, dressing up. Um, It is wild. Uh, And kind of finding your way around can be kind of hard and figuring out where to go and what to do. This year we kind of planned out events that we wanted to attend instead of just shopping in the dealer's hall. We spent the majority of our time in the games space and playing various games, and that was a lot of fun. That really kind of gave us a whole new angle on Gen Con that that we really hadn't done as much of in years past. That was kind of our main focus this year. So when the convention started on Thursday, our very first event was a Quantum Werewolf event. Now, you might be familiar with the game of Werewolf. It is a uh, kind of a, a social party deception game where it's played with a large number of people, typically like 5 to 12, 
and some number of people are werewolves, the rest of the people are humans, and you don't know who the werewolves are. And the whole point of the game is sort of through discussion and through uh, various roles like the seer who can who can see another user's actual role. Uh, you kind of track down who the werewolves are, and you, you vote for who to kill every night. You try not to kill the humans, the werewolves try not to get killed and try to put the suspicion on other people. And it becomes this really fun game where you can't trust your friends, and uh, and it becomes this kind of talking, arguing, fun little game. You you've probably played Werewolf or some variation of it, like Mafia, maybe with with your friends at home. So Quantum Werewolf is that. It is a game of werewolf, except all of the roles are are not determined at the start of the game. Instead, they're in a state of quantum uncertainty. So at any given time, each player's character just has a certain probability of having each of the roles. So every night, each character who could still potentially be the seer gets a seer vision, gets to check someone else's role, and multiple characters who all have the potential to be a werewolf get to make a werewolf attack. Now, things get really tricky when things change in the game so actions that you take in the game things like checking someone's role or killing off a player affect all of the quantum uncertainty affect all of the other possible universes that are happening in this game and some of those universes some of those probabilities those models collapse so when you take an action in the game that makes one of those universes no longer be possible it's now gone. So it goes through this kind of uh, a quantum collapse. And eventually, as all of the universes uh, collapse as they are no longer possible, you zero in on playing a regular game of werewolf that is no longer in a state of quantum uncertainty. So if that made zero sense to you, don't worry. It kind of makes zero sense as well when you're playing it. It's a game that, that an action happens, someone dies, and then you all sit around discussing it, and you don't know really what information to glean, and you don't know how it helps you, you don't know what to say, and and eventually things start to kind of soak in. You start to realize what, what it means when you are um, uh, killing someone, and what it means when you come back and you have a health percentage. It means that that, that is the... Uh, essentially the universes where you are still alive and you can tell how many people targeted you by how low your health is uh, because you didn't die in every possible universe and your health of course wouldn't go down if you were the werewolf and you don't know if you're the werewolf because you're not the werewolf in every possible universe it is it is a fascinating game and it's certainly a game that i would like to spend more time kind of just sitting and thinking about and, and and write out some of the possibilities and look at the math behind it. But once I played a few games of it, I started to kind of understand it and started to piece it together and started to, to pick up on just a bit of the strategy that you can employ. So it is, it is really like playing a, a zillion games of Werewolf all at once. And it's, it's definitely unlike any game that I've ever played before. And the really cool thing about this version of Quantum Werewolf is this is not a game that you can just go pick up off the shelf and play. The team that was running this event wrote the software that runs Quantum Werewolf. Obviously, it's not something that 
someone could do by hand. You can't just run this game by hand. It requires tons and tons of computing power to compute all of this quantum uncertainty. And interestingly enough, they were improving the software literally as we were sitting there. They uh, they, they changed how um, the, the app that you passed around on the phone worked just slightly and pushed a new version to all of their phones while we were there. They were doing some live coding. So really, really fun to get to play this, this very unique game that only exists in, in their little playgroup. So that's just one of the many kind of weird, crazy things that you can do at Gen Con. After Quantum Werewolf, we had a headache, of course, because the game was so complicated. We went on and we played in a Keyforge sealed event. Now, Keyforge is a game that's made by Fantasy Flight Games, and it is, we've talked about it in the past on Pretty Dece here, it is a card game, very similar to like Magic the Gathering, however, all of the decks are unique. So you buy a deck at a time instead of a card at a time, or instead of a, a pack of cards at a time, and you can't adjust the deck after you get it. Once you, if, if you were to take a card out, it has a unique back that's only going to match the cards in that deck. So it's not really a, a collectible card game, it is a unique deck game. And that makes it pretty interesting, and, and it lets you do things like this sealed event, where you buy three decks to buy into the event, and then whenever you lose with a deck, it gets eliminated. So it's kind of like Survivor with Keyforge decks. It was very, very fun, and it was cool to get to play with other people who are also really interested in Keyforge, this game that is really kind of new. It hasn't been around for uh, even a year, really, at this point. I think we're getting close to the year anniversary here of Keyforge. And, you know, if you've never heard of Keyforge, that's okay. If, if people in your hometown have never heard of Keyforge, if you've never played it, you can come to Gen Con and, and there will be people who will be able to play these cool, fun games with you that uh, that a community is formed around at Gen Con. And so you you can be into these weird niche things that maybe no one else has, has, uh, has heard of in your local group. You can come to Gen Con and find like-minded people to play with. So that closed out our Thursday, and then we were back for Friday. Now, Friday, we started our morning in the Dealer's Hall, which is the uh, massive, huge space where you can wander around and demo games. There are game companies that have games out for demo. You can walk up. They can teach you how to play. You can, of course, buy games. That's a huge part of the Dealer's Hall. You can go visit artists. You can commission them for custom pieces of work. You can do all kinds of crazy stuff. It is kind of the big, huge public face of Gen Con. It's the thing that, that newcomers to Gen Con typically go to first. We got in line for Fantasy Flight Games, which, as I mentioned earlier, is the, are, the, are the, the makers of Keyforge and many, many other games. They're a huge game publisher. They're always one of the, the biggest booths at Gen Con. They have the Star Wars license and produce many different Star Wars games. They have the Marvel Comics license. They're coming out with a, an upcoming Marvel Miniatures game. And a Marvel card game looks very, very cool that they were demoing at Gen Con. And among the many different Star Wars games they have, there's a, a game called Star Wars Legion, which is a miniature game. And a Clone Wars starter set was coming out. That was the hot ticket item for Fantasy Flight Games. And, and it was so hot ticket that it was selling out within minutes <laughs> as the doors opened. 
So I bought some cool deck boxes for uh, Keyforge, and we went on our way and checked out the rest of the dealer hall. And soon after that, at noon, we had a, uh, a Magic the Gathering event, and it was super fun, one of the most fun events we played in all weekend. And this is a two-headed giant event for the set Battle Bond. So two-headed giant is a fun name for a format where you and a friend uh, work together on a team to play another team of two. And this was a sealed two-headed giant event, so you get uh, six packs of cards apiece, you open them all, you build two decks out of those, uh, those, that collection of cards, and then you play the other teams. Now, since you're playing as a team, you take your turn at the same time, you attack and block together, and you have a shared life total. So you really are a two-headed giant. That's where the, the, the name of the format comes from. You live and die together in this kind of kind of shared being that you have. Two-headed giant is is really one of my favorite magic formats because you are you're hanging out with your friend, you're playing magic, you're having a grand old time, you're playing against other people who are hanging out with their friends playing magic. You can laugh and joke. It's it's a really social experience and it's one of my favorite ways to play. And Battlebond is an awesome magic set that came out fairly recently that we hadn't had a chance to play for a little while. Uh, that is focused on two-headed giant play. So that set had had come out, we played it several times, and, and we've moved on past there, so now they had more product of that set, more booster packs, so we got a chance to play it again here, so I jumped to the chance to be able to, be able to play Battle Bond once again. We did very well in that, in that event, which was awesome, so we got some prize tickets, got to cash them in on... Uh, some some cool magic swag, which is always fun, and that rounded out our Friday. The dealer hall closed at that point, and we headed home, and got some dinner and uh, and got some rest because it was a long couple days. And then Saturday was my last day at Gen Con. Saturday started bright and early for me, where I tried out a BattleTech pod. Now, you maybe have heard of BattleTech or or BattleTech centers. And these were these places where you could go and get in these kind of virtual reality pods, essentially, where it was the, 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 uh, the cockpit of a mech. So the game is based on Mech Warrior 4. And you are, you're controlling this mech in this cockpit. So you have foot pedals, you have a whole uh, array of screens in front of you and buttons and, and throttles and joysticks and, and eject buttons. And you're doing all this sealed within this pod. So it is this immersive experience. And this group of people have collected all of these Battletech pods, probably like I think 30 to 40 of them, have kept them in working order because these are, these are kind of old at this point, and bring them all to Gen Con and run these Battletech missions. It was a blast to play in this Battletech pod. First time I've ever done anything like it. And uh, you can you can kind of control the, the mech as you go. You get to choose what mech you want to be in from a list of like, gosh, probably like 30 or 40 different mechs as well. Uh, all with different stats and different abilities. And then at the end, once you, you go through your event, there are 15 other real humans playing with you at the same time. You get to get out and you get to uh, get a, literally a printed out piece of paper for your stats for the game. 
and it also tells you kind of second by second the highlights of the game, what happened. It tells you who was attacking you, who you attacked when you narrowly avoided attack. It is awesome. Just the the data lover in me was so excited and happy to see this this cool little printout. And then you get to watch a screen that has all the fun replays of all the kills and stuff that happened throughout the game. So these Battletech pods are a blast, and they're definitely something that uh, next year at Gen Con I'm going to be heading straight for and play multiple times. Because I only had time to do it once for a single mission for, for this Gen Con, but it was so much fun I, I can't wait to do more of it. So I did get a little bit of video of the Battletech pods that you might see later on in a video that gets uploaded of uh, just a quick Gen Con walkthrough. After that on Saturday, I jumped into another magic event. Magic is one of my favorite things to do at Gen Con. This time it was another sealed event, this time featuring Core 2020, the newest magic set, the newest core set that's out. This one uh, was pretty fun. Had a, had a nice group of people playing with us. And I, I got some pretty cool cards in the packs that I opened. So definitely win-win there. Then I kind of just did some some general walking around the convention. As I said, I, I filmed some video that you might see later on in a video that I upload. And then I got to see kind of my last thing to close out Saturday for me, the cosplay parade. Because as with any convention, one of the big things that happens during a convention is people show up in costume for their favorite characters. And Gen Con is, uh, is, is not exempt from that. There are tons and tons of cosplayers at Gen Con. And one of the highlights of Gen Con on Saturday is they line everyone up and do this big, huge parade throughout the entire convention. And it lasts over 15 minutes. There are hundreds and hundreds of people in costume as they go through. Uh, I filmed the entire thing, got everyone on video, so I'll definitely upload that to the YouTube channel. Uh, and it was awesome seeing everyone's creativity, everyone's awesome, hilarious costume ideas that they came up with. Um, everyone from, you know, a, 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 a baby, a literal baby in a Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man costume uh, with, with uh, her parents who were dressed up like Ghostbusters to someone who um, is elderly dressed up like Stan Lee. Like all, all ages, um, everyone was, was dressed up in really, really cool costumes. So that rounded out my Gen Con. That was the end of my Gen Con experience. The con continued on through Sunday, but at this point I was, I was completely tuckered out, uh, exhausted from my three days of convention, and headed on home. Uh, but... Nonetheless, I'm still really excited for next year and uh, and really excited to play in even more events next year. That is really the, kind of the heart of Gen Con. Um, try out even more weird, crazy games like Quantum Werewolf. Play even more magic events, uh, especially in formats like Two-Headed Giant formats that you can't play everywhere that are kind of really unique to, to Gen Con. And uh, excited just to kind of wander around and meet people and absorb the entire con experience. So that's going to do it for Pretty Dees for today. Thanks very much for joining me to talk about Gen Con and talk about my whole experience at Gen Con. Uh, it was definitely a blast. If you were at Gen Con, I would love to hear what you got up to. Um, what games did you play? What events did you do? What did you see? What was your favorite part? 
Hit me up on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pretty Dece Show. You can also check out all of my past episodes. Uh, they're on the website, prettydeeshow.com, and of course, the YouTube channel where the uh, Gen Con videos will be posted. You can find that at youtube.com slash prettydeece.